Hi everyone, welcome once again to Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. As some of you may know, I broadcast a live Elvis show on the YouTube channel every Sunday. And part of that show includes a live fan phone-in when we discuss a different Elvis topic every week. This week it was Elvis at the Oscars and what could have been. I began by asking my listeners what movies they thought Elvis should have starred in to give him a chance to be nominated for an Oscar. Some of the ones I suggested were Thunder Road 1958, West Side Story 1961, Sweet Bird of Youth 1962, Your Cheating Heart 1964, Valley of the Dolls 1967, True Grit 1969, and Midnight Cowboy also 1969. I invited my callers to make their own suggestions too. I also asked my listeners to vote on a poll asking the question, do you think the Motion Picture Academy was anti-Elvis? The options were yes, no, or not sure, and I will bring you the result at the end of this podcast. But for now, I'd like to share some of those calls with you. Hi, Brent. How are you? Steve, how are you doing? Yes. Hello there. How are you? Oh my gosh, it is. So what a topic. Of course, every week is a great time. This especially, though, because I, I, think, I, I think this is going to be very emotive. Oh, I, I do too. And I don't believe, I believe there's so much untapped talent that we never were able to really get into with Elvis's capabilities and stuff. Uh, a couple, um, I, I, of course, I have a laundry list of films I would have liked to have seen him in. Well, throw some at uh, me, please. I'll, I'll throw a couple at you. The first one, uh, for the, uh, some of you might not know it, but it was called The Defiant Ones back in uh, 57 with Sidney Portier and Tony Curtis. They were basically escapees from prison and they were handcuffed together. I thought that would have been a great role had Elvis replaced uh, Tony Curtis in that role. Not the, Nothing against Mr. Curtis, but I also think... Um, a shot that they missed in the 70s was Walking Tall okay. with Joe Don Baker. I think he could have done that. Cool Hand Luke in the 60s, I think he could have done just as good of a job as Paul Newman did in that film. Oh, yes. That's what I didn't think of. And that's one of my favorite films. I didn't know how I didn't think of that. Cool Hand Luke, what a movie that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, big time. And I think Elvis could have carried that with charisma and poise with no problem. Mm -hmm. Any more? Well, I, I mean, oh gosh, there's so many. I, I think, <laughs> I think um, one that would have really given his acting chops a, a chance to shine, but it would have been too controversial. Uh, Dog Day Afternoon. I think he could have either been Pacino or Cazell's role yeah. in that film. A, either one, he could have mastered that. There was another one with Al Pacino and Gene Hackman that isn't well remembered today, but it was called Scarecrow back in, I believe, '73 or '74. I believe Elvis could have totally pulled off that role. Now there's one now that a lot of people might have a problem with this because they cannot see Elvis in a negative light. But you know what? I think he would have been amazing in the 70s as an eccentric James Bond villain. It's a little stretch of the imagination, but I think he would have had fun with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of these you're mentioning are sort of kind of like dramatic roles, aren't they, and serious roles. Is there any sort of comedic roles you could have seen him in? Oh, I, I think that there's, uh, I think there have been plenty of uh, perhaps comedic roles. I think there was one that was semi-dramatic, somewhat comedic. I think he could have, uh, I think it would have been interesting to see him uh, give a try at Jack Lemmon's role in um, in The Apartment. 
Oh I, yeah, I think, another another um, great movie. Yeah, with Shirley MacLaine. Oh, wasn't oh it? totally. Oh yes, and I, I think I think he could have done. Um, I think he could have done either uh, Lemon or Curtis and Some Like It Hot. He mm-hmm. could have pulled that off easily. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Because um, he they, he would have been in drag, and of course he was in drag for part of Girl Happy, wasn't he? And he he pulled that off very very well. Oh well, and, and another one. I don't think people understand because I used to say this when I would react to Elvis back in the day. I would say, "You could turn the sound down and just watch him," and I could say unequivocally, he would have made it well in the silent era, especially with his penchant. He kind of had that Cary Grant thing where he could be the suave, charisma, charismatic kind of beautiful, sexy guy, but he could also take a fall in the name of comedy. Yeah. And I think he could have done some really good slapstick had he been around during that time. He would have been up there with Keaton and, and Chaplin and Harold Lloyd easily. Yeah. Now, I think in Double Trouble, he was very comedic as well. He pulled off some of those yes. uh, really, really funny. You know, the part when he's shouting Jill and then he's leaning on on the side of the ship and then he nearly falls in, into the sea. That, that's yes. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, you know what I think he could have done, which interestingly enough, Priscilla Presley was involved with the project. I really think if they made it earlier, he could have been Frank Drebin. Oh, and, right. The Naked uh, Gun. Naked Gun. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Easily, because he had that kind of comedic thing about him where he could try to sell lines seriously and have it go across as comedy at the same time. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he had a great sense of humor, great sense of humor, and it came through in some of his movies. That's great, Brent. Thanks very much for the call, as always. All right, Steve, thank you so much, my Take friend. Take care now. Bye-bye. Right, bye now. Bye-bye. You Bye. too. Yeah, uh, a lot of great points there made by uh, Brent. Uh, let's move on to the next caller, actually to uh, our great friend Dylan. Are you there, Dylan? Hello, Mr. Steve. Hello there, young sir. Now, this is a very emotive subject, isn't it? Elvis Oscars and the movies that he should have been in. Yeah. Now, I've got two films. Not on my list? No. Well, yeah, well, one is. Okay, go on then. One is A Star is Born. Yeah, okay, well, we know about that one, yes. Yeah, and in the immortal words of Priscilla, holy God. He would have been amazing enough. <laughs> okay. And what's and the then, other one? The Alice Cooper bit part in Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can just see Wayne and Garth going, we are not worthy, we are not worthy. And I was just laughing. <laughs> yes, yes. It would have been a, a little, uh, little bit part, but I do think he would have been great in yeah. it. And and uh, I mean uh, again uh, I mean this this uh, I mean this Thunder Road which he, you know he was offered and he he didn't get it because of what Parker demanded West Side Story Sweet Bird of Youth Your Cheating Heart you know True Grit uh, there was another one as well which uh, Ricky Nelson was in and I can't remember it was it Rio Grande or something like that yeah. that was another mm-hmm. that was another uh, um, John Wayne movie that and you could see the part you know was really sort of made for Elvis, but by then he'd gone in the army, I think. Yeah. And I think another, it's not a movie per se, but a behind the music. Right. And if people not know, might not know what it is. Basically, in like the early 90s, I think, they were doing these like documentaries that were like an hour or so long. And it had different people, like George Michael did one, I think Whitesnake did one. And Elvis would have been a perfect subject for it mm-hmm. because because of like the various things he's done. You know, like singing, movies, 
his charity stuff, he could have, you know, talked about that. See, uh, but see, that that's the tragic thing about him passing young is that like he could have done so much more. Yes, yes, it's I agree. It's just we don't know what he could have done had he like, you know, had he not passed that day. Now, I, I meant to ask Brent this um, on, on the poll. Do you feel that the Motion Picture Academy was anti-Elvis? Yes, no, 100%. or not sure? 100%. 100% anti-Elvis. Yeah. Well, why, do you think they, why do you think they had such a grudge against him? The script. Right. They couldn't take, they couldn't take a comedy musical serious. When actually Elvis had very good parts in a lot of them. It's just that the script was poor. Okay, like like Harry Scarum, for example, right? He could have won an Oscar for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for the acting, but the the music. He could have won an, an Oscar for the music. For Harry Scarum. Mm. Do you do, do, do you really think that Harry Scarum was was that good a soundtrack? It could have got, in yeah. other words, a Grammy. Yeah, Grammy. That's the. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, well, the Grammy, you see, is, is the equivalent of, of an Oscar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, right. that, 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 that's very interesting because um, I, <laughs> I wouldn't have really put Hear Him Scare Him Up that high. I mean, there was some, there was a couple of good tracks on it. Uh, so Far uh, From Paradise is one of them. But, that's what uh, I like. Yeah. But that's uh, I, I, I could have won the Grammy for, right. I think, personally. Yeah, yeah. But also, another, another film, there's a film... I don't know whether people are familiar. Maybe, maybe because it's like like a nineties, naughties film that like kids would watch. But like, he could have easily been like Robin Williams in Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Like the voice over the, the voice over the voice over. Yeah, because 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 Elvis Elvis had a perfect Disney voice. Right. Like okay, because here's why you listen to those like nineteen thirties, forties songs they're very light and very like vibrato driven and we know that Elvis had a fantastic vibrato yes so I mean he it's like he could have easily sang like When You Wish Upon a Star or something like that yes 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 yeah yeah I mean the, the, there were so many options there was so much that he could have done if he'd have been allowed to um, so I, I was going to say that as well that's it that's like um, a recurring theme, you know, when you were talking about like um, Star is Born and West Side Story. Mm, that's yeah. the recurring theme that. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he, if he if he'd have got West Side Story in 1961, uh, maybe he wouldn't have got into the humdrum and the, the the round and round and round of the three movies a year that he got into. You know, he yeah. would have he would have done West Side Story, Sweet Bird of Youth. Well, he yeah, wouldn't have he wouldn't have done Your Cheating Heart because um, uh, Audrey Williams didn't want him to. Uh, but you know, he could yeah. have ended up doing True Grit, uh, Midnight Cowboy. I, yeah, I'm gonna say something really weird now. Go so on. Just like that. Elvis is the is the music and film equivalent to Andre the Giant, the wrestler. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Elvis is what you would call a star attraction. Yes. You don't want to use your star attraction all the time. Mm-hmm. You, if you really want to push something, use your star attraction. Yeah. But, but if you keep using your star attraction over and over and over and over again, people are going to get bored. Well, I yeah. Think that, but, 
I mean, uh, uh, Colonel Parker always used to say, always leave them wanting more. You know, don't come back for an encore or anything like that. Always leave them wanting more. Leave them hungry. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's, I think maybe having him do the free movie it wasn't a, a good idea because he is a star, which, he, he was and still is a star attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and so you want the people, like you say, to, like, you want them hanging on. Yes. Because yeah. it's like, oh, what could he have done? Always wanted more. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dylan. That's great. Thanks right. very much as always. Thank you. All the best. Bye. You Bye. too. Bye. Right. Well, yes, we have uh, we have more quarters. Hi, Duncan. Can you hear me? Hi, Steve. How are you? Hello, Duncan. Nice to hear you on here. And you, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. So what do you think about these these movies that Elvis could have been in and he may have won this Oscar? We all wanted him to win. I think that there, there was the potential was there and he most definitely could have done. I think, in a sense, Parker was afraid of him becoming a successful actor who was widely applauded. And that might seem a strange thing to say. I think he was afraid that that would Elvis would fly beyond what Parker could do. I think Parker deep down knew that Elvis was so much greater than he was a manager for. Mm. And you think that maybe uh, he would have lost his control over Elvis? Yes. Mm. I think I think it was down to control. Did Elvis need Parker at the very very beginning when he launched him? Yeah, he was he was great for doing that. But I think Elvis the natural talent and ability that that man had very quickly outgrew Parker. Yeah. And I think with Parker, it was all down to the bottom line and the money coming straight. It's coming straight into him. And that led to a lot of these movies offers being rejected mm-hmm. of Elvis being manipulated by Parker into not fighting to get, to take a role that was offered to him. I think the Hollywood elite didn't like Elvis because Elvis didn't play the shallow Hollywood game. Yeah, no, he never did. He wasn't he, that he, kind he, of person. He, he he didn't sort of go to all these Hollywood parties, and as no. soon as the movies was were wrapped, he'd either head to Vegas or he'd head home to Memphis. Yes, and he wasn't he wasn't a shallow human being. We know that, and Hollywood. Not everyone, but Hollywood is characterised by people who are very, very shallow and materialistic. And he, that wasn't who Elvis was. No. He no. was a greater man than that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a whole lot of opportunities that he could have had. And I think it would only have taken him to get one script of the kind of quality we've talked about for him to go on to greater and greater things within a movie career. And we all know that he desired so badly to be taken seriously as a dramatic actor and to have peers of the acting world recognise that, for the Academy to recognise that, would have been a dream fulfilled for Elvis. There's so many opportunities. I think in the 70s, the cop movies of the Dirty Harry genre that he himself loved to watch. Could you imagine Elvis playing the role of a cop, of a CIA agent, FBI agent, that kind of role? He think, would have been perfect do, for that. Do you think that's why, you know, when he got his badges and he got the blue light that he used to put on the on the top of his car and he used to 
you know, he used to play cop, didn't he? Do you think that that's one of the reasons why he did that? He'd pull people over, but he wouldn't give them a ticket. He'd give them their autograph, his autograph instead, yeah. wouldn't he? Do you think he was a frustrated cop? Yeah. I think I think there's maybe part of that, but I think he also had a huge respect for police officers yeah. and their role in society. And I think, I mean, towards the end of his life, when he went to the funeral, of his friend in the Denver Police Department. And there's a picture, the pictures we have of him wearing the uniform, and some folk will criticise that, but he wore that so that he could slip in and not be seen. Mm-hmm. So that he could fade into the background because it wasn't about him. That's right. It was about paying respect to his friend. Yeah, it was a huge um, mark of respect, him wearing that uniform, I believe. Yeah. Now, the poll today yeah oh, oh, oh i just want to ask you is, is there any particular movie apart from the ones that i mentioned that you would like to have seen elvis in i would like to have seen elvis in a hitchcock movie oh right yeah i would like to have seen again if you look at the, the, the diversity of hitchcock movies there were you've got your carrie grant sort of lightweight a comedic role that elvis's comedic timing was in what we've seen from his movie catalogue, his comedic timing came through beautifully. Mm. Uh, you look at films like uh, Tickle Me, you even look at scenes in uh, Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah. Throughout his movies, we've talked already about the sort of slapstick and the, the, the sort of physical humour. That was there. But just the mannerisms, the look, the timing of his delivery of lines. Yeah. Yeah. proves that he was a quality actor. I thought he was very funny in some scenes in uh, Double Trouble as well. I love, I, I, I know it's not a popular opinion, I really, really enjoy Double Trouble. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a different type of movie, almost a farce yeah. in an old-fashioned style. <laughs> yeah. But, but again, he the timing was very, very good. I felt that he, his timing with Annette Day was very good. And... Yeah, I, th- I think it works. I know it has its issues, and to, for some people, an eight day and their lack of experience is one of them. But I think he, again, so many of the films that were more mediocre, he his ability, his charisma, and his acting ability raised them above what they would normally, what they, what the script would suggest. Oh, definitely, definitely. I interrupted you anyway. You were going to say about the uh, the poll. Uh, do you th- feel that the Motion Picture Academy was anti-Elvis? Yes, no, or or aren't you sure? Totally, hundred percent, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be I a high honest- percentage of yeses. <laughs> I honestly do. Again, I think that the whole, the, the Academy were not just to people who weren't making serious films. They often had an axe to grind against people and I think that the the in the view of the academy he they put him in this book compartment, this box of the guy who does beach movies, travelogue movies, yeah, low budget scripts. Yes. You know, the Hal Wallace, Norman Torog type vehicles as they were by that time in the sixties. But you've got you've got to remember the the, the it was a motion picture academy who did not give Judy Garland an Oscar for a for a star is born. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that, all the evidence suggests that was to get back at her for her behaviour and the way they perceived her. Nothing to do with her ability. Yeah, that's right. So I would argue that often the Academy does not reward true acting ability the way it should. 
Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Baz Luhrmann's uh, biopic or whatever you want to call it, yeah. you know, document. I know it wasn't a biopic, but that, that you know that didn't that didn't pick up anything. And yeah, we we you know we firmly believe it should have it should have picked up something like costumes or something like that. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not just saying that as an Elvis fan. No. Looking at it objectively as a movie, mm. it was a movie of that quality. When you look at what it was up against, yeah. it deserved something, as you say, costumes, makeup, lighting, something along those lines. Even if it wasn't Austin, whose performance I think was amazing. Yeah. It deserved some recognition. But nearly every year the Academy the Academy surprises us with their choices, you know, so yeah. Well, they always have, to yeah, be fair, yeah, yes. they always have. But again, I think still to this day, they yeah. don't like Elvis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I agree. It, it still continues to this day. Right, thanks, Duncan. As always, a pleasure. You, Steve. Yes, thanks. All the best. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hi, Marco. You're welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me on. Not at um, all. Yeah, interesting topic. You know, I, I'll answer the question like this. I think the more that I think about it, Hollywood was anti-Colonel Parker more than they were anti-Elvis because I think that Colonel made it very difficult to work with Elvis because of all the parameters, creative restrictions, and, of course, the money that he would ask for. Yeah. Really probably got in the way of a lot of serious filmmakers even wanting to approach Elvis for a film at some point. So you think then it was more <laughs> anti-Parker? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, from a filmmaker's perspective, that's a whole different universe in the music business, in the Elvis business. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a reputation. It's like, hey, you know what? Don't even bother trying to get Elvis Presley because his manager is too difficult to work with. Yeah. And he's going to be you know, restrictive to you creatively. Mm-hmm. And he's going to ask for a boatload of money. So this is really I think what that was more Elvis's problem. Yeah, and, and and that's what Colonel Parker wanted, or Tom Parker wanted. He wanted to um, put uh, all these obstacles in their way, so as they wouldn't keep asking Elvis. Yeah, well, yeah. he accomplished it, I think. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, he did. He did. Is there any movie apart from the ones that I listed that you would have liked to have seen Elvis in, and you think he would have done really, really well in? Well, I can't really name a particular movie, but I always thought. Why, why hadn't Elvis done a series? Like he could have played a, you know, a, a private investigator, or he could have gone on to make more Kid Galahad. Or why wasn't there a reoccurring Elvis character? Mm. I thought that would have been very interesting if he were would have played the same character over the course of a few movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. I was I was just thinking there uh, was was it an earlier caller Brent said that he could have uh, seen him being Frank Drebin in the Naked Gun movies. Well, actually, yeah. you know, uh, with Elvis's flair for sort of uh, comedy, he could have done uh, Police Squad as well, which was uh, sort of like uh, the prequel to uh, the Naked Gun, wasn't right. it? Uh, I know they only did, did they only do six episodes or something of Police Squad before it was scrapped? And I could never believe how they could scrap something that good. <laughs> well, it happens. Yeah, yeah. I know. No, yeah. it's it's amazing. I could definitely see him doing something like Police Squad. Yeah. I could definitely see, you know, him carrying on as a character every couple of years 
you know, building up a little franchise. I just always kind of wondered why they never did that. But uh, I mean, we know this, the, 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 the sort of the sense of humor that he had because he loved Monty Python as well, didn't he? Monty Python's Flying Circus, which is uh, a brand yeah. all by itself, really, isn't it? It's, it's a unique sort of sense of humor, Monty Python. I love the Monty Python yeah, movies. Yeah, and he did as well. Did. I'm not sure if that would have really been his uh, strongest. Uh, <laughs> but I could have seen him create something like like that for himself, a, a vehicle for himself to, uh, you know, sort of do over and over over the years, you know. Do you feel that the Motion Picture Academy was anti-Elvis? Um. I'm not sure. I mean, probably for a lot of the reasons and valid points people have brought up that, you know, Elvis was an outsider by choice, if anything, in Hollywood, that he was a more genuine person. He was more, you know, he wasn't going to go play in the sandbox with everybody. Mm -hmm. And so for sure, you know, Hollywood is a big click. So for, for for sure he had that going against him. But I I I think that, you know, by the mid sixties, I think that a lot of serious filmmakers had sort of just given up uh getting Elvis in their picture for the, you know, reasons we've stated. Yeah. You know, that it was gonna be restrictive and expensive. And yeah. it's a real shame he didn't do Star is born. Yeah. Oh well yeah, that, that that that's one that's one of the big ones. That one is always cited when you know they say about Elvis's movie career, you know, if only he'd have done uh, a Star is born. So we'll never know now. Yeah, because that should have been a rebirth for him. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're quite correct. Okay, Marco. Yeah. Uh, as always a pleasure to speak to you and thanks very much for calling the show. Always fun. Good thanks. talking to you, Steve. Cheers. Thank you. Bye bye. Hi Vio, how are you? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. We can hear you perfectly. So, what do you think about this? Uh, this whole thing about Elvis and the movies he should have done, and uh, the you know the establishment against him. Uh, I was wondering uh, how many rock stars uh, we know that are also great actors. Yeah, right. That's uh, a very do good. Do we po- know many? That's, that's that's a very very good point, and I must admit, at the moment, I can't think of one. I really can't. I mean, I've seen uh, singers uh, in movies, but uh, I don't remember if I've seen one who won an Oscar. Yeah. So you, so you don't really think the two mix very well? Uh, I, I believe Elvis would have uh, uh, been uh, better in movies if he really tried uh, harder, if he, he would have uh, come out... Uh, uh, from under uh, Colonel, Colonel Parker's uh, rule and decided the, the, the roles for himself. And uh, so it's what if. So in reality, I believe um, for the roles that he had, uh, he did not deserve awards. Right. Okay. I mean, you, what you're really saying is that all the Elvis movies weren't Oscar worthy. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what uh, the competition was uh, for each of them. Uh, the, the awards always are a competition, so maybe you are in luck and the competition sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, or maybe you are really a great movie and uh, you really are a great actor. The role is great. The 
the screenplay. Everything is great. I mean, we, so, we, we know that he was a good actor. We only have to look at the likes of things like uh, King Creole and, and, you know, Viva Las Vegas, Flaming Star, uh, you know, all, all those uh, wild in the country. I could, I could mention a few others, but we, we know that he was a good actor. Yes, but uh, what was the competition uh, when Viva Las Vegas was out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good point. So I, I'm not sure if the, the Academy was against him. Or I guess the colonel. Or... Yeah, well, that that is a good point. I never really factored into that when I was thinking of doing the poll. Actually, I just I just thought, well, were they anti Elvis? Not were they anti Elvis or anti the colonel or whatsoever. We are very subjective yes. as Elvis fans, That's I right. believe, That's and right. it's hard for us to see. Uh, we we only see that he did not get. Yeah. What he did not get. Yeah. But. Why exactly? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I mean, I'll ask ask you because I asked everybody else as well. Is there any movies you think that you would have loved to have seen Elvis take on? I hadn't thought about this until you asked. Okay. So, so none none of them actually spring to mind. Uh, I I was mentioning uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. That would have been a good one, yeah. But, I mean, because that everybody thinks of the uh, George Clooney one, but it was made in the sixties, wasn't it, with Frank Sinatra? Exactly, the first and, one. And yeah. uh, Sammy Davis and uh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Rat Pack and the gang. Yeah, the gang. And yeah. maybe he could have been one of the <laughs> in the gang. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And is there any comedy movies you think he could have turned his hand to? Somebody said the Pink Panther movies earlier on. I, I think he could have done uh, also drama, but. Uh, except the the first uh, the first uh, movies that he done later, um, not much drama in later movies. Yeah. So, um, we we cannot judge the academy for what Elvis uh, had not done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, related to movies and and characters that he played. You don't think they were actually against Elvis per se? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, first you have to put the work and then ask to be judged yes. for your work. Yeah, fair enough. And oh, okay. uh, he worked, he made money. Yes. Lots of money. Yes. Oh, uh, I <laughs> so, mean, m- money was one of the reasons why Colonel Parker talked him out of West Side Story, didn't he? He said, you'll be doing this for a year uh, where you can make three other movies in, in the year and make more money. So probably Elvis thought, okay, well, I'll go with that then. <laughs> so he, he made his choice. Yeah, he made his choice. But then again, we, we that's only hearsay. We're not 100% sure that's the reason Parker gave, but you can hear him actually saying it to Elvis, can't you? You can do three three movies in the space of one if you take West Side Story. So Yes, yes. So yeah, I maybe mean, uh, he, he did not believe in himself enough mm-hmm. that he could do it. Maybe. 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 I maybe. don't know. Yeah. Vio, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Thanks very much for calling. Likewise. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Bye bye. Have a nice evening. Have a nice evening. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, Norset. How are you doing? Good, Steve. How are you? Yes, very well. And nice to speak to you. Nice to speak to you. So, what do you think about these movies? Well, um, Brent actually had in the chat mentioned a couple that I was thinking about. So great minds. (laughs) And uh, the first one I was thinking that he could have done at the time, it was contemporary to when he was in the movies was Bonnie and Clyde. 
I think he would have made a great Clyde Barrows. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Warren Beatty was only a couple of years older than Elvis. So it would have been perfect for him in 67. Okay, I agree with that. And they were, you know, they were, they were American heroes, really. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody followed that story at the time. And I think he would have really made Clyde Barrow, uh, you know, as well-liked character as Warren Beatty did. The second one was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I think he could have played either role, and he certainly could have sang Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Oh, yes, that would have been, that would have been a really, really good scene, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would, it even really if, it would have pleased Parker as well because they got a, exactly. a, a song in there. <laughs> yeah, and I believe it won the Oscar too. Yeah. So it really, really would have um, done well for him. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was 69, and he couldn't have looked any better. Oh, my goodness. You, you, right? You're so right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I would have loved to have seen a remake of Arsenic and Old Lace with mm-hmm. him playing the Cary Grant character. Yeah. I think yeah. comedically, it would have been fabulous. Yeah, yeah. As, as, this, as, as this show goes on, it's just making me realize just so many missed opportunities, you know, well, I think, I don't know if anybody had mentioned this, you know, the fact that Parker signed him so many years in advance, they had no script approval. He was pretty much just hung out to dry for the money, and he wanted the money too. I know we all want to kind of just say, you know, Parker, you know, really did him in, but he had the choice too. Yeah. You know, he, he had the final say as to whether he would accept that or not. I don't think he was given good counsel, which is why he sort of sold his soul for that um but at the end of the day you know it's a there were many missed opportunities because he was totally locked in yeah the impression i got when he came out of the army in 1960 was Mm. uh, he was desperate to make sure that he could almost pick off where he left off so when parker came and said look i've got paramount and i've got mgm and i've got you know united artists and all these lining up for move movies uh elvis was right. happy but after a few years passed by 1963-64 he saw the trap that he'd fallen into that's right. what i believe yeah I, I believe that as well and to your point you know he came out of the army but before that he had done king creole so I think he thought perhaps he was going to have those types of vehicles and it just didn't really happen. I mean, Flaming Star had it done better box office wise, you know, critical review wise. I think he, he that would have been a better avenue for him to go down. Well, I always say um, Blue Hawaii, the soundtrack of Blue Hawaii outsold Elvis's back, if I'm not right. mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. And that sort of sealed Elvis's fate, didn't it? It did, for sure. You know, even like um, after that, Girls, 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 you know, Return to Sender. I mean, that was a that was a big hit. Mm. You know, he had he had a big hit here and there within those movie tracks. But it was to a lot of people's points. It, it trapped him. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is it. You're going to do the, the travel log. You're going to do the boy, you know, gets girl kind of thing. And that was it. And mm. that's kind of what his fans wanted to see because the box office receipts were there. Yeah, well, uh, Hal Wallace did say there's only one sure thing in Hollywood, that's an Elvis Presley movie. Right. So and he I was think right that about that as well. It was a combi- a combination, really, that sort of trapped him. Mm. And for the Academy, 
you know, that's a political machine. It always has been. Hands get greased, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe there was a little jealousy um, on the part of some folks that would would vote as well. You know, maybe to some other people's points, Parker, you know, sort of blew people off and that was it. And your boy is never going to make it in our eyes. And, you know, jealousy plays a big part. Yeah. So in that case, I, I can see where he would have been frozen out. So you, you think that you think they were anti Elvis? For sure, yeah. yeah. And you yeah. know, I mean he was the biggest thing to hit in the world in fifty six, but he was sort of that <clears throat> had that reputation. Went in the army, sort of cleaned up that reputation, came back and I don't know if the old reputation was kind of still there or he's just a gimmick, that kind of thing. Um, which he certainly wasn't. Mm. But, you know, in some people's perceptions just don't change once they've made up their mind. Yeah. Okay, uh, Norset, uh, points very well well made, and it's always great to speak to you. Thanks very much for calling the show. You, you as well, Steve. Thank okay, you. thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks once again for joining me on this Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel podcast, and I'd like to extend an invite to everybody listening to join me on Sunday's live shows on the YouTube channel. I'd love to hear from you during the call-in section when we discuss all things Elvis. As promised at the top of the show, here is the result of the poll. Was the Motion Picture Academy anti-Elvis and the listeners voted 72% yes, 16% not sure and only 12% said no? That's all for this week. Take care of yourselves and I hope you can join me next time for another podcast from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel.